Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about why most runners lack the discipline required for minimalist running shoes. So the big question is this, how are runners like us, who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Many runners are going to find this offensive. In fact, my guess is that so many runners will be put off just by the title suggesting they lack discipline, they won't even listen to it. But if you stick with me for a few minutes, I think you'll understand where I'm coming from. First of all, who do you think decides to buy minimalist running shoes? Novice runners don't go searching for minimalist running shoes, and I'll bet most novice runners don't even know what the term minimalist running shoe actually really means. Now, this would probably be an entirely different episode, but I would argue that most novice runners probably wouldn't get injured if they were running in minimalist running shoes. Novice runners who are just beginning and starting to run just don't have enough running fitness to run far enough to get injured. But experienced runners can run a long way regardless of footwear. And it is mostly highly experienced runners who start investigating the idea of barefoot running or running in minimalist running shoes. And there are many reasons minimalist running shoes appeal to endurance runners. Minimalist running shoes simply weigh less than conventional running shoes. Therefore, there is an argument that simply the decreased weight of minimalist running shoes will make you a more efficient runner. It's just less weight to pick up and put down thousands of times during the course of a marathon. When you run in minimalist running shoes, you will definitely feel the ground underneath you with a lot more detail than when you run in conventional running shoes. There is an argument to be made that the increasing sort of tactile sensation, how you can feel the the ground with your feet, that that can provide valuable feedback when you're running. And there's also certainly a large group of runners who argue that when you run in minimalist running shoes, you're more apt to develop better, more efficient running form. Whether you're running a marathon, a 10K, or an ultramarathon, efficiency is at the core of your success. No one trains for long-distance events nor successfully completes a long-distance event without a great deal of discipline. You have to train for days on end when you feel tired. You have to do workouts at times that may be horribly inconvenient. You have to stick with a training plan for months. So yes, all runners have discipline. Running in minimalist running shoes, though, requires an advanced level of discipline. All runners are disciplined enough to suffer, but not all runners are disciplined enough to avoid suffering. The discipline required to successfully run in minimalist running shoes without getting injured is the discipline of restraint. A few months ago, I ran a 50-mile trail race. Whether trained or untrained, I can run a long way. If you're listening to this right now, I'll bet you can too. But just because you can do something doesn't make it a good idea. If you run 50 miles without training, the chances are really high you would get injured. And I don't think most runners would argue with that premise. The problem arises when you think about running a short distance, much shorter than you know you're actually capable of running, but running in minimalist running shoes that require a level of fitness when your body is not fully prepared. Only highly trained barefoot runners are actually fully prepared to run in minimalist running shoes without undue risk. Regardless of how much running fitness you have, it is unlikely you could take off your shoes head out the door, and run several miles barefoot 
without getting skin irritation, skin abrasions, lacerations, or blisters on the bottom of your feet. Your feet just aren't tough enough today to run barefoot. The muscles, tendons, and ligaments in your feet are similarly just not prepared for you to run without shoes. So if you decided today that you wanted to start running barefoot, the discomfort related to the softness of the skin on the bottom of your feet would actually protect you. If you were to run barefoot, you actually couldn't run far enough to sustain a musculoskeletal injury like a stress fracture or tendonitis. The pain and obvious pending injury to the skin on the bottom of your feet would protect you. In short, unless you were really trying to hurt yourself, your skin would start to hurt in a short period of time and you'd stop running. But if you put on a pair of minimalist running shoes, your skin is actually protected. You could easily run 5 miles. You could probably run 10 miles. You might even be able to run 20 miles. But if you were to run that far in minimalist running shoes, the bones, tendons, ligaments, the small intrinsic muscles inside your feet that help stabilize you when you run, they would take a serious beating. When you run in minimalist running shoes, your running form will change. If you ramp up your minimalist running very gradually, all of the bones and soft tissues will strengthen gradually. But most endurance runners just won't do that. Most endurance runners just run the distance they think is reasonable. We think five miles is short. We think running one mile is a joke. So we put on our minimalist running shoes and we take off on a five-mile run. We just don't have the discipline to run half a mile in our new shoes. We don't have the discipline or patience to wait until our form changes and all of the necessary adaptations occur in the muscles, tendons, ligaments, and bones in our feet and legs. An overtraining injury is nothing more than too much stress applied to one particular tissue without enough recovery before that tissue is stressed again. Minimalist running shoes, particularly in an athlete who is not uniquely trained to run in those shoes, has a high risk of getting injured during what is perceived to be a relatively short run. That's why I believe most runners lack the discipline required for minimalist running shoes. We're just too impatient and we just believe too firmly that we have enough fitness to absorb the abuse. Part of that is just a problem with our perception in our fitness versus the actual strength with minimalist running shoes. Now, if you want to try out minimalist running shoes and you want to do it in the safest way possible, just follow the same routine that I give injured runners who are returning to running after a real overtraining injury. It's a free video I made for you called How to Do a Test Run. Check out the video on how to do a test run and it'll walk you through the process. You can go get the video for the test run at the bottom of the show notes page for this particular episode at DocOnTheRun.com under the podcast section. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me and then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.